0: Hey everyone, it's me again, good old Chris Posty Posterson, and I'm back with another Super Deluxe Special Edition episode of the Sleep With Me podcast. Usually I'm behind the scenes helping Scooter with the editing of the show, but every once in a while he lets me out of my editing suites to play with some music and some sound design, add it to a show we've recently aired, and we release it to you as a Super Deluxe Special Edition show. This is our way of saying thanks to all of those of you who are patrons of the show. Your Patronage really does mean a lot, so thanks again, and let's get into it. Hi there. Are you up all night tossing, turning, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, Wondering what it would be like to listen to Scooter if he was an apple in an apple orchard? Well, welcome. This is Super Deluxe Special Edition number 34. For tonight's show, I took a recent episode about apples, um, and I thought it'd be nice to put us in an apple orchard on a calm summer day, laying in the grass, looking up into the branches of an apple tree listening to an apple named Scooter tell us all about New York State apples. I honestly can't think of a better afternoon. I hope this helps you get some sleep. Thanks again for all your support. And good night.
1: John, there's once a tall tale about Johnny Appleseed, and apple trees can grow large uh, if grown from seed. But, but nowadays, uh, where cultivars are propagated by grafting rootstocks uh, th- to control the size that results in tree. And uh, there's about 7,500 known cultivars of apples ranging uh, in desire to, you know, by, wh- what do you want out of your apples? Uh, uh, various uh, taste tastes and use uh, cooking, eating raw and cider production. And, you know, we, get, we deal with things in organic and non-organic means. And, you know, they just started recently tweaking with our genome. five-petaled with an inflorescence uh, with a cyme of four to six flowers. The central flower of our inflorescence is called the king bloom. It opens first and develops develop a larger fruits. And our fewer fruit, my, my partners and I, uh, we mature in late autumn, late summer autumn. And most commercial growers, they shoot for an apple at seven Big. Some people like them small. And, uh, you know, the apple businesses are finicky. You apple eaters are finicky folks, and that's a good thing because it keeps, it keeps the apple growers on our toes. Me, I'm just living my life. Now you say, how did you get to be a representative of the New York State apples? And I well, apples are one of nature's miracles. Uh, so why don't you just go ask Mother Nature? Also. Uh, Bur- I'm a friend, Bernie the Butterflies, but he won't be appearing on this episode. Now we talked about our wild ancestors. We'll skip over my genome, you know, our genome, uh, and uh, you could check out Wikipedia for history and Germanic paganism, paganism, Greek mythology, Christian art. Uh, you could look up our 7500 million known cultivars, and you could read about all the places in. The they're grafting us and planting us and uh, letting us grow. You know, you might, if you're looking for a nice word, though, it's rootstock. Uh, that's the bottom of the graft uh, yeah, that used to produce a wide variety of trees. And, uh, yeah. and I'll tell you what, uh, even in New York State, we got great love uh, for the Excelsior Experiment Station at the University of Minnesota. And uh, I think they might be the goal you want to get into the good stuff and uh, that's pollination. I know uh, apples were self-incompatible uh, so we must uh, cross-pollinate to develop fruits. Uh, so it's not easy. You know, it's just not as easy out there in the wild as you would think. Uh, and you know, They can be supplemental pollinators, it, but, uh, you know, we got to get some more bumblebee queens. So keep an eye on those bees, uh, because we need them. apples. Uh, like the creators' podcast, we can't self-pollinate. Uh, boom. Now, you want to talk about uh, maturation and harvest. Uh, we get the biggest uh, when we're uh, growing on the same rootstock as our tree. Yeah, but our trees can get very large, uh, and it depends on the density, obviously, you know, how much, uh, we're, you know, well, water and, uh, nutrition we're getting, but, you know, typically a mature tree can, uh, go anywhere from 40 to 200 kilograms, uh, that's 88 to 411, 441 pounds, and that's, uh, each year, but some years it's zero, but, you know, when it's a tough year, you know, we, sometimes we just know we, the tree needs to break, uh, and you've probably seen the apples, uh, the special apple ladders. Those are three-point ladders that are made to fit among the branches. Uh, you probably gone at, You may have gone apple picking. You may not have. But I'll tell you what. Next year, pick an apple. We, we kind of like it. Uh, uh, but hey, do us a favor. Spread our seeds around. And can uh, support, you know, your local grower. Or if you can't do that, you know, find the place with the most nostalgia. Of a caramel apple. You deserve it. Uh, now how about storing apples? Well, we like to do, we can last us some months in a controlled atmosphere chamber uh, with delayed uh, uh, ripening. And, you know, we could use some higher concentrations of carbon dioxide and some higher air filtration to uh, balance out that ethylene uh, that uh, it gets us ripe. Uh, and then when you take us out of storage, our ripening will continue. And if you got us at home, you know, that's an argument, because the guy that makes this podcast, he keeps apples in his fridge for a long time. But most people ate about two weeks uh, in the coolest part of the refrigerator. Like Granny Smiths and that uh, maybe those are the ones the podcast guy keeps in his fridge, because uh, they last a lot longer. But I'm neither of those, so there's a little hint of my name is neither Granny Smith nor Fuji. Now we'll skip over these pests, but I'll just tell you three of the biggest ones, mildew, uh, aphids, and uh, the old apple scab. Like say where you know uh, here in the u s of a, uh, we make the most apples, and I have to, have to be afraid to disagree with you by lines lot. Uh, uh, China. 48% of the world's apples. Uh, but you do in the US can uh, like, uh, produce about 5.2 million tons. Uh, China about almost 41 million tons. And coming in third is Poland at 3.2 million. Yeah, then Turkey at 2.5 and Italy at 2.5 million tons. You might say it's an apple a day, keep you know, keep good things coming, or what? Well, I'll tell you what apple They should probably make you say yay. Uh, A typical apple serving, according to this uh, Wikipedia article, two hundred forty-two grams of is how much it weighs. One hundred twenty-six calories and no moderate amount of dietary fiber. And you know, just some trace uh, nutrients and vitamins and elements. Nothing major. Yeah, but you know, it's got that it's got that crunch. It's got a little sugar in there and. But before you say we we don't have anything, we do have a rich source of phytochemicals including flavonoids uh, and other phenolic compounds uh, in our skin core, pulp that may have unknown health benefits uh, in those phenolic compounds, including uh, polyphenol oxidase, the driving force behind why apples turn brown. Uh, So, you know, that's a good interesting in so could keep an eye for that. And then the proverb, uh, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. It dates all the way from 19th century Wales, according to Caroline Taggart, the author of An Apple a Day, an old-fashioned proverbs and why they still work. Uh, the original five, five, five phrase, quoting Wikipedia, quoting Taggart, says, eating an apple on going to bed, you'll keep the doctor from earning his bread. And then in the 19th and 20th century, it was changed to an apple a day, no doctor to pay, or an apple a day sends the doctor away. Uh, Going back to the phrasing we have now in 1822, but you might say, uh, what's your name again? And I'll say, well, I'll give you some more hints over at uh, NewYorkAppleCountry.com, where you could start planning your 2018 leaf peeping and apple picking tours. Because uh, the apple varieties in New York State are right on here. And I don't know if you know this, but uh, New York grows uh, more apple varieties than any other state. Nearly 700 growers, uh, 10 million plus trees. Uh, we produce enough apples to make 500 million apple pies. And uh, you got a lot of great choices for eating, snacking, baking, cooking, sauces, and desserts. Cameo. you're gonna hear a lot of these famous of people. Uh, you know, they've been like, uh, Portland, Crispin. I mean, how many famous people we already been down? Empire. We got. Uh, let's see. We got Empire TV show. Crispin Glover. Portland's a great city. Been famous. Cameo. Famous senior. Brayburn. I think that uh, was a president one time got a new album out with 20 mounds, uh, so there you go for those ones. And Fortune, that's another one. Uh, Fortune favors the bold. Uh, Fortune's crisp with a spicy flavor. I forgot. I'm sorry, everybody. Empire is sweet, tart, and juicy. Uh, crisp and sweet, very juicy. Cortland sweet, juicy, and tender. Oh, boy. Uh, cameo, tart, sweet, and crispy. Rayburn, Sweet Tangy and Juicy, AC Mac, uh, Sweet Tart and Juicy, and 20 ounces Firm, Juicy and Tart, uh. and where do we leave off? Oh, Fuji, another famous one, it's very sweet and very juicy, Gala or Gala, uh, Sweet, Juicy and Crisp, uh, Ginger Gold. My name's not Honey Crisp, but I may have uh, called a few people in my life Honey Crisp, uh, Sweet Tart Tart Crisp. Now this one's one word, so don't get tricked. Iron Red. That's I read. Uh, this one. Iron Red, uh, Juicy Tart, Firm. Uh, Jersey Mac, uh, another uh, famous uh, famous singer, Ju- Sweet Tart Juicy. Yeah, uh, this one's another, uh, one word, or Jonah Gold, uh, honey sweet and juicy, Jonah Mac, uh, firm and sweet. Uh, McCone, McCone, I'm not sure of that one, never met this apple before, extra sweet and tender though, Macintosh, uh, sweet and tangy, Paul uh, of red, uh, tart, juicy and crisp, uh, red delicious, that's a famous apple. But Rome, Rome if we want to. But mildly, mildly firm. And the rest of them are uh, trademark names, which confuses me as an apple because I say, "What the heck is that?" Uh, So that's over at NewYorkAppleCountry.com. And let's let's bust out some uh, uh, facts here. New York really is the big apple. Uh, Only the second largest apple-producing state. Only Washington produces more apples than the Empire State. And Michigan ranks third, with uh, Pennsylvania and California rounding out the top five. And if you're doing a report, this is uh, NewYorkAppleCountry.com, and they actually have the primary sources listed. Uh, New York produces 29.5 million bushels of uh, apples annually. Just so you know, when you're planning your uh, leaf peeping, uh, there's a branch of uh, apples in 41,000 acres, uh, six major production districts around the entire state: uh, Champlain Va- Champlain Champlain Valley, uh, Eastern Hudson Valley, Western Hudson Valley, Central New York. Uh, that's where Scooter and I are from. Uh, Lake Country and the Niagara Frontier. In the top of ten apple-growing counties are Wayne, Ulster, Orleans, Niagara, Clinton, Columbia, Monroe, Orange, Onondaga, and Dutchess. And how, how many growers are there? There's 694 commercial apple growers in New York State. What do you say we get that to 700? jobs. How about industry? Uh, Governor, uh, 10,000 direct agricultural jobs, uh, 7,500 indirect jobs uh, involved with the industry, and thousands of other other indirect jobs with uh, supplies and equipment. You know, the average is 13. Five million. He's processed the juices, cider, and canned products, including uh, sauce uh, slices and pie filling, uh, and other processed av- apple products. And you might even say, who, who are, you know, David Letterman was from New York, and he had a top ten list. Uh, top ten apples, uh, varieties of varietals uh, in New York State are Macintosh, Empire, Red Delicious. Portland, the Golden Delicious, Rome, Ida Red, Crispin, all of Red, and Gale. And yeah, I don't know if you caught that, who number one was, but I'm pleased to meet you. I am the number one uh, or the number ten variety, depending on what list you're looking at. Uh, I'm, I'm Macintosh, I'm McIntosh Apple, Please meet you. Uh, but you, you might ask more questions. Uh, uh, some of you might be asking, Apples wax and we're waxed uh, to maintain freshness and make us look better. And it's a natural wax uh, that's washed off in the packing house uh, food, food grade wax. And sometimes we get a milky film on uh, when the food grade wax coating uh, gets exposed to condensation or moisture. And you can just wash that off with plain water. You might say, you know what, uh, those Roma apples. Sometimes they have a deep red pigmentation, and uh, uh, sometimes they have red streaks right in the flesh. if sometimes they're so bright red, uh, our pigmentation leaks right into the white flesh of the apple. Yeah, but that's that's uh, that's totally normal stuff. Uh, Now you already know that we're a member of the rose family of plants, along with uh, pears, peaches, plums, and cherries if that makes us all stone fruits or not uh, but the science of apple growing is called homology and you know we come in red green and yellow all shades uh, we're still picked by hand and americans eat more apples per capita than any other uh, fruit uh, in 2012 13 uh, 15.9 pounds of uh, fresh apples uh, and uh, 29.4 pounds of processed apples, uh, for a total of 44.3 pounds. And you might say, what about the world's largest apple field? Well, that was created by Kathy Woffler in Madison, October 16th, uh, 1976, Rochester, New York. Kathy Woffler, Madison, now excuse me. And here's a fact to lay on you. It takes the energy from 50 leaves uh, to produce one apple. We're solar-powered, uh, us apples here. We're the second most valuable fruit grown in the United States after oranges. Uh, 1998 was our boom year. Uh, 277.3 million bushels were harvested. Pippin apples were the first ones exported from America, and they were sent to Benjamin Franklin in London in Uh, 1768. The first apple nursery was in uh, Flushing, New York in 1730. Uh, George Washington loved pruning apple trees. A patch of apples weighs 10.5 pounds, a bushel of apples weighs 42 pounds. me Mac, uh, no need to call me Big Mac, just call me Mac, uh, or, you know, I'd like us to be friends, uh, just like I'm friends with old scoops, uh, once upon a time, he was a little Andy, and, uh, every once in a while, uh, not, uh, I'm not sure if he went every year, uh, little Andy would head out to an apple orchard with his family, and he would pick some apples, and, and I observed him, uh, and you might say, "Well, make dash." If you're just and I'd say, uh, do, "Don't overthink it." Uh, my root stack runs deep. Started right that very year, and by 1920, uh, in the 20s and 30s, they had a wholesale business uh, selling apples to grocery stores like Victory, uh, A&P, and small local grocers. and uh, 1937, those 30s, they were a tough time. Uh, we had a drought. Uh, good idea, Mac. Uh, Let's climb in an apple. Well, let me get through the history here, because in 1956, uh, this is just a pre ride. We were fighting the frost and wind, uh, yeah, because we're in a valley, and cold air can settle down here, so what the delicate apple blossoms, uh, that become us apples, uh. Uh, we were the First Orchard in the Northeast to to use wind machines to move the cold air out of the valley so it wouldn't damage us the blossoms. And over the years, this has saved tens of thousands of apples uh, before we had a chance to grow. In the 1960s, we added a cold-controlled atmosphere room so our apples could be stored longer. In 1975, this is where little Andy's story, from wholesale to a pick your own orchard, which has become known as Apple Hill. Uh, and then a few years later, we converted an old dairy barn into the Apple Hill Country Store and Bake Shop. And this is where families from central New York come uh, to pick apples and create memories. In uh, 1979, we began making our first apple cider. And oh boy, does that Andy, he loves Beacon Skiff apple cider. And I know he said, California, he said, well, he also said, is this how much apple cider was when I was a kid? Because it's expensive. Uh, And yes, there's a big difference between apple cider and apple juice. Uh, But in 1979, that's when we started making our apple cider uh, right down at the Apple Hill Country Store. And wholesale, retail, it blew up. Uh, So then we needed to develop a pasturation process to extend the shelf life. we didn't want to alter that delicious apple cider flavor so we were the first to flash a pasteurized fresh cider and distributed wholesale and you can find it at many of your favorite grocery stores and markets and then we started selling bows but who doesn't want to talk about that uh those are some of our new ventures uh but we continue to make advancements and improvements. In 1920 and 2013, we installed 15,000 new trees, renovated our Apple Hill campus uh, to make it an even better experience and uh, tasting room and cafe. So uh, yeah, so that's a little bit about our history and some facts about uh, around here, these parts. Uh, now I want you to watch your hands and your feet as you step into a giant apple uh yeah, we call them Apple-mobiles around here and uh, it's, uh two, two two or two adults and one child per Apple-mobile, and the uh, the uh, hand bar will lower on itself so please so please face your feet and hands in your lap uh, and letting, it, letting that apple uh, apple uh, you're the apple of our eye. Welcome to uh, the uh, Macintosh, uh, New York State apple tour here at, uh, including uh, a tour of Beacon skiff uh, Orchards, but also a tour of uh, just being an apple. And it goes a little bit slow here as we enter the winter. Uh, the winter months here, you can see uh, cold here in central New York. You see uh, winter, uh, the ground is frozen, and the apples, uh, they're not on the trees. There's not much anything on these apple trees as we head through this orchard here. And have a look around here. You'll see uh, yeah, winter has come to central New York and snow. And we, you know, this is a beta test of our uh, apple ride, so at this point we would have facts about the winter and the snow or maybe a dramatic visit from winter queen. Uh, this is one storyline I've been pitching at Big Mac. Uh, she would say, Big Mac, uh, rest for the winter as you wait to, to become a seedling. Uh, be laid really dormant and rest uh, as the cambium within you circulates nutrients uh, and you rest for the winter, for, but not forever time of rest and, and, and she would do that kind of thing you know the other thing is that some of them are pitching is uh, farmer joe and i'd say well how about farmer jane what in the heck uh, they say, well how about farmer joe and i said no forget it just go with the apple queen please uh well uh, a- how about appleina Let's just go rogue and do this on our own. Yeah, so they—I they, don't think they'll be super happy with me when they find out. But whatever, you know, I—I I, I can't help but that I love apples uh, and I love being in. Job. it must have a nice warm burrow somewhere I don't know what they maybe the squirrel has a bunch of uh, fuji apples or something uh, stored up for the winter and then I'm pitching you know because I said well is this gonna be just a static ride through the orchard uh, and, and uh, so anyway I'm pitching, believe me I'm pitching on something that's family friendly but has a little action but you know these companies they say what? And I'd say, can't we be pro-op? And they say, why do we need an apple ride? And I'd say, because of the life of the apple, because now that we're leaving the winter, that dramatic music would begin, and we would have effects, because we'd have a cold effect, and then we would start to warm you up, and we would even have some smell-vision coming in. And they'd say, you'd say, oh, boy, it smells like that, a loamy, uh, wet with spring smell. And then we would change over the characters, uh, where the winter queen, apple queen, she'd say, and then it was spring. And I did say, what about Helen Mirren? Uh, they said, Big Mac, we could only afford you. And I'd say, well, I'm just an apple. I'm not in the union. And I'll, I mean, I would look into it, uh, but I'd say I prefer Helen Mirren. And they said, she's out of her price. And I said, well, so does that mean Dame Judy Dench is also outside of price range? Uh, what about John Malkovich? Uh, and they just, they, they, you know, they said, Mac, please stop coming to these meetings. And I said, well, I'm the only uh, the, a, a, a Apple that's been granted consciousness, so I'm afraid you stuck with me. And they all sighed. They had, there's the Apple parents. The Scooch So many not to talk about that, but there are. I was thinking about having them in the right in the background, you know, with a little uh, foil. You know, maybe nobody could see them unless I tell you. But, and this is here, I'd like the boy with a newspaper saying, extra, extra, spring comes up right on time. And then we would show, uh, this would be good, because this would have the conflict. Uh, where, it again, they say, well, spring has arrived. Uh, and we would show a little bit of budding. Innings, and then hello, military-industrial complex. We get your due if we can get some cash for this ride. And then we would say, you know, we would talk about the technology part. You know, I'm not anti-technology. This ride is going to have technology, and this we could say this Apple ride is driven on Apple Drive. Uh, yeah, I don't even know if we could get Tim Cook. I hadn't even thought about that till just now. And I'd like the ride to be solar powered, but you know. Uh, We'll see about that, uh, yeah, but then we would talk about the frost, and we would have a, a fog effect and then the uh, fan, and I also personally think it would be cool if the fan, you know, kicked up the ride uh, to a little bit of higher speed, you know, where you say, whoa, and, you know, actually, like, it would be like uh, spring would be act, like, if well, winter's act one, spring would be broken into two acts where we have the overclimbing of the frost. Uh, but first we'd show the smudge pies. It wouldn't be really smudge pies, but they'd have the smell, like when you're in Disney with the dinosaurs and stuff. You say it smells like burnt something. And then you would go, and then we'd have the wind effect, so we'd be saved from the frost. And, oh boy, then another smell-o-vision, you'd go right into the blossom room. And then we would have something, you know, kind of showing a cross-cultural celebration of apple blossoms, again, when I'm pitching, that's falling out of deaf ears. And we would have a dual unlayering of, like, uh, like with, uh, you'd be looking at one side of the ride, and, like, as we're showing these different cultural, worldwide cultures uh, with apple usage and, and also the mythology of apples and apple blossoms. Also be showing the growth and uh, the budding and, and the mature, like the slow into summer. And so that we, like, celebrate the history of apples, uh, the human history of apples uh, across the globe, but uh, also some history. So you'd say, well, uh, here in Turkey, this was uh, you know, the first, uh, and then, the, you know, uh, so very nice thing, all oh, with apple smells. I'm sorry, apple blossom smells, and lots of those robo figures, uh, and they said, we don't have budget, I said, what budget, you know, this is about the history of apples, this is Mac talking, uh, and then, uh, we would roll into summer, but right, right as we get to summer, we need, you know, you need another twist, uh, so, like, as we're, like, going from the mythology, myth- like, we're intertwining the mythology and the history of the progression of the apples and uh, the, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, the actual maturation of the apple tree, uh, the next thing we would get into would be another thing. Like, uh, we'd say, the, like, uh, I, I, I like having the paper boy again. Saying extra, extra drought, and then we show more military, you know. Then we say, hey, look at this aqueduct stuff here. That was a down year, and you show people weeping. Not nah, my apples, I got no apples this year. Yeah, so you show a couple of the droughts, you show the year with, uh, you know, whatever the apple smells or whatever they called it. And then maybe if we get the rights to a Beach Boys song. Go from the downtime. He uh, said, "Well, but technology had its way, just like Mother Nature." And then we get some heat lamps in there, some beach, some ocean. Uh, Families on vacation, and we go into the summer. You know, you see some of the summer stuff there, like uh, you see the apples growing. And, and at the same time, you gotta layer this stuff together. So we also talk about. Uh, Maybe you could have the characters doing the exposition, like, hey, Bob, where are you going for work there? Well, you know, because I'm an engineer, I work on, you know, you show, hey, Mary, you do You look super successful, and it maybe even do, I said, how about a high school reunion? And they said, where everybody works in the Apple industry, and I say, exactly, everybody says, "Oh shucks, and your kid's selling these papers for two bits about the Apple, that. Uh, they say, yeah, well, I, you know, I've invented a new method uh, to solarize the apple industry. And as you know, it takes uh, 50 leaves for one apple, and then you could have this one out. It could also get some of these apple parents in there. You have them like a juggler, mime juggler. Some of that fake surf ride, you know know, that kind of stuff. And then maybe one more notion, emotional note uh, to end the summer, where you have a kid down by the summer. uh, And again, we could fold this. uh, Somebody said, "What about an emotional journey?" And I said, "Well, maybe the paper boy. I don't know if we're going to have one kind of continuous emotional journey." Uh, But I think we. Gotta use the end of summer which to signal of the sadness of a child at the end of the summer. Peace, Johnny, do you know that the apple uh, has flavonoids which have not yet been scientifically proven to be good for you but maybe, be, uh, you know, great, such crunch? Yeah, maybe a brother and sister. Do you? What's your favorite apple? Blah, blah, blah. Dope Macintosh, the greatest apple that ever was. Uh, but then we're not done yet because this is a ride, right? So then. Tour around a general, you know, I say, Well, if he can pay for it, somebody else will. That's what I keep saying to meetings. Uh, and they said, Mac, you're about to And I say, I'm an independent Apple, I'm an independent thinker. Uh, crunch on that. So, so, anyway, here's what we do next. And this is the big finale, so I'm going to spoil it for you. But you'll, you'll keep coming, this will keep everybody coming back. He uh, is a uh, you, you go okay. We're touring around, and then you go by and you say, "Hey Barney, what are you doing? wax waxing apples?" Uh, and even the, you know, everybody, the adults can have a joke at that, you know. And you say, "Well, I'm, I'm packing apples to ship all the way across the globe." Uh, and they say, somebody typing on the internet there, you know, it's the like uh, we're virtually sending apples." Uh, you know, you get the uh, industrial. Uh, Go go music going where you think it's the end of the ride, but you say, Whoa, this is this apple propaganda, or just do-? you yes.